Hello and welcome to Leading from the Middle, the podcast for middle leaders, brought to you by Education Support and the leaders team at Twinkle. Hi, I'm Gemma from Education Support. And I'm Claire from the leaders team. We hope this inspires you and you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we're talking about setting boundaries. What even are boundaries? And do you give yourself permission to set them? Why are they so important? We are joined by the brilliant Gemma Drinkle once again to talk to us about this subject. Um, Gemma is a really experienced middle leader, but she's also the host of a brilliant podcast called Teachers with Boundaries. Do check it out if you get the chance. Um, And hi, Gemma, really great to have you with us again. Hey, it's great to be back. Thanks. Hi, Gemma. Hi. So what do we mean by boundaries when we're talking about middle leaders? Uh, Okay, so big topic, kind of squish it down. Boundaries Mm -hmm. are the things that we ring fence. Essentially, it's, it's a ring fence that we put around ourselves in different ways to promote and protect our well-being. And when we promote and protect our well-being, we are more effective teachers and better teachers, not only to our our team, but also our students. So boundaries come under different kind of forms, I suppose. But ultimately, what they protect are your non-negotiables. Your non-negotiables are things that are like people or activities or events or habits that make you you and really help to recharge and reboost your battery. So it might be things like hanging out with your family. It might be things like going to bed on time it might be things like doing a bit of journaling each night like it could literally be it's up to you what your non-negotiables are but your boundaries protect those from teaching teaching is literally the best job in the world and being a middle leader is even more brilliant but it it kind of can be a bit like creeping vines and it just kind of slowly creeps into all areas of your life and before you know it you are teacher and that that is it you kind of forget the human side behind it so boundaries help you to be a human being first, teacher second. Mm. And they come in different forms. So you've got physical boundaries. So like what time you choose to leave um, school each day, what work you choose to take home with you. Also being aware of how much work can you actually physically do. There are also mental boundaries as well. Like what time are you allowing yourself to switch off from school? If you have a thought about school outside of school, do you give yourself permission to put a boundary around that and say, I'll think about that another time? But they're also emotional as well, you know. Teaching is an emotional job. You know, we're dealing with human beings all the time. And, and even if it's like a safeguarding issue or, you know, a colleague is struggling and you're like needing to like pick up part of their workload or whatever it might be, it's being able to put an emotional ring fence around that and say, that is important, but not right now. I I need to look after me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so interesting to hear boundaries described in those three ways. It really makes sense. Um, and thinking about how you can protect yourself in various ways. It's not just about, like you said, the physical boundaries. There's the mental and emotional ones as well. It's so important, yeah. especially as you become a middle leader and sometimes that extra workload seems to encroach further on your life and on you doesn't it yeah and even actually like if we look at our timetable like you know a middle leader only really gets 
one or two free periods extra to do all of the middle leadership stuff. And it's even just ring fencing that so that when you're in the classroom, you are a classroom teacher and you've, you've put in that boundary to say, I'm, I'm this version of myself in this particular scenario. So mm. it, 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 it kind of also comes down to identity, like having that middle leadership identity, teacher, classroom teacher identity, but more importantly, the, the you, the you behind the teaching mask, because ultimately that's what your boundaries need to protect. Because once that begins to degrade and, and be lost and teacher becomes the, the foreground of everything, you lose that perspective. And that's when we can really start to risk harm to our, our health and our well-being. Yeah, that's really helpful, Gemma. And I'm, I'm also really struck by these different categories of boundaries, especially the emotional boundaries, because at education support, what we're hearing so much of at the moment is post-pandemic, there's just so much more emotional content in the job. There's more vulnerability for, among the kids. There's more need. And of course, teachers are caring, giving people who want to help. And so we hear from so many that they find it very hard to boundary the kind of emotional connection that all of that challenge is bringing to them. I mean, it's a huge thing. Mm. Uh, but I wonder, is there, do you have any reflections on that around emotional boundaries and how they can be put in place? Yeah, I mean, from my own experience, it was the it was the biggest boundary that I was atrocious at. I I'm a really empathetic person. I really struggle to you know kind of put that boundary up you know put that ring fence up mm. I think the first step with that is really being aware and and noticing if you've got those like you know flutterings in your heart or your guts feeling like uneasy kind of noticing that and thinking okay well what what is that connected to you know if it's a particular student for instance and and that you know that emotional um safeguard that we have for our students it's it's acknowledging so it's being aware of it, but it's also acknowledging if you let go, if you put that boundary up, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. That doesn't mean you're a bad teacher. That doesn't mean you don't care. Because ultimately, if you imagine yourself as like a bucket, when you haven't got the boundaries, anything and everything can kind of jut into that bucket and start creating holes and the water just slowly empties out. And then when you've got nothing else left to give, that's when you're in your worst state and and you're literally of no help to anyone because you're at a point where you're not able to help yourself. Yeah. So it's having that awareness of what is imposing on those boundaries. It's acknowledging that it's happening. And it's also then, you know, putting in the rocks to like fill in the holes. It's shoring up your boundaries. And you can do that in a number of ways. You can do that by talking to people. You know, actually speaking to people is a is a huge benefit. Um, but also um you can do journaling and just kind of like exploring really, and also that acknowledgement of it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It means actually it actually means that you're a really super carer because you know that you've got to look after yourself to look after others. Yeah. So getting those boundaries in place actually protect you help you stay being effective in the job for longer, which ultimately does benefit the pupils. So I think I just draw, I just want to emphasize that point because it backs up this idea that boundaries doesn't mean you don't care, you know, because if you care, you want to still be there. 
So if you want to still be there, you've got to be well enough to be there. Yeah. Um, You've got to pour from a full cup. Ah, exactly. That's amazing. So Gemma, um, a middle leader is listening to this podcast and, you know, they hear all this amazing stuff that you're saying and they say, right, okay, I'm going to start setting boundaries tomorrow. If they start doing that, what can they start to see in their day that will be different as a result? I mean, it, it depends what area of those boundaries they're doing. But let's say it's a, let's start with something simple, but not simple. Setting a time that you say you're going to finish work. Um, first of all, you're going, you're going to start trusting yourself to be accountable. You hold yourself to account and you say, okay, um, you know, I'm going to finish. I'm going to go home at 4.30. And, you know, keep a track of how you're doing that. And as you begin to do that, you'll first notice that the world doesn't end if you're not there. And you'll also begin to actually notice that as you shore up those boundaries, as you look after your well-being and prioritize that, which is kind of like what goes hand in hand with our boundaries, you'll find that you have more focus, you have more energy. You'll find that actually because you've allocated time outside of school, which is you time, you go back into school and it feels fresh. Yeah. And it feels like, oh, I haven't just left here. Instead, <laughs> actually, I've had a life outside and then I've come back to it. If you've got a clear boundary of having eight hours sleep, it's then, you know, you wake up feeling better. You feel yeah. clearer headed so that actually you're more productive, which means that you get things done more efficiently, which means you can then go home at 4.30 each day or whatever time you've chosen. And it just starts to create a progressive cycle. Mm. Yeah, going home at a certain time is a great example. Can you think of any other examples of little areas of the middle leader's day or week um, where they can set boundaries? Emails. Mm. Emails is a huge one. Um, Particularly like during the pandemic, there's kind of just, it's increasingly become a, I'm available at all hours and that's just not the case. Um, which is then we, we need to protect that you version of ourselves before the teacher version of ourselves, because otherwise we become a teacher 24-7. Mm. So emails, I would recommend switch off your notifications. Um, I would recommend allocating a set time each day that you respond to your emails rather than just kind of sporadically. Kind of set the general rule of if I'm going to look at my emails, I'm giving myself enough time to respond to them. Um, rather than, oh, just quickly look at it. Oh no, all of my time has gone. Now I've got to go do more teaching and my free period's gone. Another really cool thing you can do is actually set up an automatic email. And, you know, one that says, thank you for your email. It's really important. You know, I'll make sure I respond within X number of hours. That way the person who's sent it has received acknowledgement. And then you also know that they're not hanging on you. You've given them a time frame that you can work within. And it simply just means that you, if you put in that boundary around your contactability, that's a really, it's a really easy way to kind of make it clear. This is when I'm at work. This is when I'm not at work. And also even just those habits of you don't check your emails before you go to bed. It's, it's, Because then it's just going to be in your... I know people say, you know, oh, I'd like to know what I'm going into the next day. Yeah, but now you're going into your dreams thinking about it as well. (laughs) Like, actually, you know, boundaries are easy to implement, 
but they are a habit and therefore they need building. So they aren't easy to implement. It, you've got to be strict with yourself. Yeah. And, and actually mess- each person can contribute to the culture of the school exactly. in that way, can't they? Even though it can feel overwhelming, if you think everyone else is doing something, so you should do it. Actually, just individuals setting their own boundaries can have a knock-on effect and make it normal in the culture content yeah and middle leaders are in a great position to do that because they are the people that like the newer teachers look up to as their own line managers Mm. so as a middle leader you are a role model for so many people and you can start to set actually this is how I want my department to function this is the vibe I want to my department I want people to go home and actually have a life outside of teaching but you've got to role model that first yes yes Mm. so it wasn't quick thing that they can do tomorrow to show their team that boundaries are important um they can set up that automatic email they can um actually be more open about it and say look yeah I struggle with my boundaries but I'm gonna do this and it might be I'm going home at this time um and being you know one day a week you don't do school work after school that you you leave the laptop at home Sorry, at school you leave it at school you leave the bag at school and you say this is it just just pick a day and start there Mm, that is so valuable um have you got a final thought for our listeners before you go um yeah I mean it's it's kind of just reiterating boundaries boundaries protect you from teaching not because teaching is something that you need to be protected from but more so that actually you can be in a better place to be the best version of yourself at school they're a good thing they're not something to shy away from amazing Gemma thank you so much um tell us uh where we can find your pod and how we can stay in touch with you so my podcast is called Teachers with Boundaries podcast. You can find it on Apple or Deezer or Spotify or wherever you like to listen to your podcast. You can also find me on Twitter um, at Gemma underscore Drinkle. And you can also look um, up my Facebook community, which is called Teachers with Boundaries. Amazing. A pleasure as always. Thank you so much, Gemma. Thanks for having Thank me. You. It's been awesome talking. Thank you for listening. And if you like what you heard, you can find more by searching Leading from the Middle wherever you find your podcasts.